Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for December the 29th. In the year of our Lord, 2022, this is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. We're also convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Wow, it's almost 2023. Incredible, right? By the way, my voice when I start out sometimes, you know, it never used to be like that. I mean, once in a great while something would happen or whatever. But most talk show hosts, uh, at least in the big league world, if you will, uh, have what are called delays. And they can press a button to dump all that. And so they can go, hi, uh, <clears throat> And they press the button, and then they go, hey, welcome, America. And you only hear the, hey, welcome, America part, because they dumped the rest in their delay. I don't have any delay. So what you get is absolutely real-time stuff. Uh, That's number one. Number two, I didn't really have the problems like this with my voice until I got COVID three times in a row. Uh, And now long-haul symptoms just plague me from my throat to breathing to I never feel like my throat's cleared properly. I just can't (coughs) do anything about it kind of stuff, right? It's just a plague. Uh, And so I'm doing the very best I can post-COVID. They almost killed me, so there you have that. But I I digress except to say, wow, 2023 is almost coming up. And I was talking to my wife about this just the other day, a day or two ago. And I was saying, wow, can you believe it's already 2023? I remember when I was was a talk show host. We were on the radio post the year 2000. Uh, and I remember all the computers, everybody said, hey, the computers are going to melt down and all this kind of stuff. And they can't handle the four-digit year. And uh, the 2000 is going to be a problem. And, you know, it was very mild. Uh, it, but a lot of people just go, oh, that was a big old nothing burger. Everybody complained about that one forever. And it didn't really uh, do anything or whatever. I don't believe that's true. Let me explain. I believe there were computer problems, massive computer problems due to the year. But I believe a lot of technical people went to work before Y2K, before the year 2000, and really fixed a lot of those problems. And therefore, it wasn't near the problem that it could have been. But I think all the warnings, all the threats, all the, I don't know what to say, concerns, etc. I think all those, ladies and gentlemen, this is just my opinion, but I think most of those were literally solved by people who took action. By people who, you know what, really worked on machines and systems and and they averted a crisis. The sad part is you never hear enough about those crises or what was done to fix them. And so most people believe, oh, there was nothing to this. It was all hype. I don't believe that. I believe there's something in the middle, so to speak. I believe it wasn't just hype. I believe that it was a serious problem, but good people worked hard and got rid of most of the concerns and problems. And we kind of went off without a hitch because a lot had been done, a lot of warnings, a lot of hard work, right? 
So I want to be very clear about that. But anyway, the reason I'm bringing all this up is that I think future warnings we need to take heed to as well, like we did Y2K. Okay. And I'm glad Y2K wasn't near the catastrophe. We talked, my wife and I, about we went to bed early that night. We just had young kids then, literally uh, 23 years ago plus. Um, you know, my oldest daughter was like six or something like that or seven. It kind of range. And I, had, I think I had like four kids or something like that, really young. <clears throat> anyway, now I've got eight kids and they're almost all grown up. It's, it's very strange. But I think about that and that was over 23 years ago now. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that just crazy? Um, so I thought about that, and I just thought, wow. Number one, we've been on the radio for a very long time. Number two, we really need to realize that preparation matters. Okay, you can't just think there was nothing to these things, and wow, no, we didn't need to prepare, we didn't need to do anything. That's not really the truth. Right? So think about that for a minute as life goes forward. As we approach the new year 2023, there's a lot of people saying a lot of things about uh, what's happening or what the concerns are. Or we're going to have a reset in 2023, pull all, everything out of the stock market or pull everything out of your bank accounts. Or, and there's all kinds of crazy advice. And I, the reason I want to focus on this and we'll talk about this in a little bit, too, with Brian uh, and Kelly more. But, you know, what are we to do? What should we focus on? What should we be doing? How serious should we take all the warnings that are just everywhere? And my response is taking action for preparedness is always a good idea. We always joke and say, get a little bit of beans, bullets, and Band-Aids because you're going to need them. Well, you know, get a little bit of food storage. Get a little bit of fuel. Remember that fuel, clothing, shelter, and water are what you basically need the most. You need, you know what, food and water, clothing, shelter. That's what you need the most because you got to keep warm or you got to keep cool. That's where the shelter makes a big difference. You know, it can be a really, really hot day and you're just melting down if the sun's just on you all day. But if you can get somewhere in the uh, shade or somewhere where things are covered, or somewhere where you can let the wind blow through or the breeze blow through and you're covered, you know, that shelter matters. You got to take away the heat and the cooling of the elements. Then you got to have water. You know, air is the most important, right? But water and food are really critical. And then shelter and then clothing. Clothing protects you from the elements as well. Anyway, I digress except to say I would ignore a lot of the panic messaging. Anybody who tells you that it's a meltdown, you got to run for the hills or you got to. Whenever they want to motivate you with fear, it's trouble. It isn't good. I want, to vote you, I want to motivate you with faith and hope in Jesus Christ. And you know what? It's always good to prepare for a rainy day. It's always good to be cautious and careful. Anyway, the Y to K discussion I had with my wife literally 23 years ago uh, in a couple of days uh, really kind of reminded me of that. It's been a long time. And I don't believe that the catastrophe was, was just never an issue. I believe most of it was avoided by good, hardworking people. All right, we talked about the Southwest Airlines meltdown <clears throat> yesterday. They ground a ton of passengers despite seven, is it seven or 70? Hold on. Uh, sorry. Yeah, seven billion. I wanted to make sure it wasn't 70. <laughs> seven billion dollars in federal subsidies. They're still just melting down. 
They say the world doesn't have enough planes to travel as travel roars back. <clears throat> All I can tell you is, wow, this Southwest thing is a big deal. They say the mass flight cancellations at Southwest are a meltdown. It's a service meltdown worse than any in recent memory, according to airline travel specialists. Listen to how much they've literally canceled. According to what's called airline travel specialists, Southwest canceled 2,509, so 2,500 flights, Wednesday. That's yesterday, folks. Making up 62% of its flights for that day. More than 2,300 were canceled for today. Flights have already been canceled. The airline canceled 2,694 flights on Tuesday. My goodness. They have canceled over 11,000 flights since last Thursday, according to data from what's called Flightware. Think about that. That is just, oh my heavens. Over 11,000 flights. How many people do you think are on each of those flights? A couple hundred? I'm just telling you, you're creating just a disaster. Uh, other airlines have recovered much more quickly. They say it's the software that's just so antiquated it just can't keep up. But I told you yesterday I'm convinced it's the way uh, Southwest set up all their flights. They literally force everybody on connecting flights, connecting flights, connecting flights. And whenever flights melt down, connecting flights melt down, it just catastrophically cascades. It is a disaster. Straight through flights, once in a while, maybe a single transfer makes sense. But this idea that you're going to transfer, transfer, transfer is just nuts. It takes forever to get places. Um, there's too many things that can go wrong, from weather to uh, not enough staff. And by the way, they claim that's part of the problem, too. Not enough staff. All service-oriented uh, businesses now are suffering from staff problems, problems. And for 2023, I'm betting and guessing it's going to get much worse. Much worse indeed, ladies and gentlemen. And that, to me, is of great concern. Great, great concern. Anyway, I don't know. I don't really know even how to respond to a lot of it. It's 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 so abusive, so problematic. How do we get in a society where every service job, every I don't know what you want to call it. Public-facing job just seems to have a meltdown. How do we just all of a sudden have this shortage of workers? How do people survive without any money? I mean, homes are at an all-time high. The cost of homes are just through the roof. In most places, you can't even get a nice home without paying a half a million dollars. Trash homes are two, three, four hundred thousand dollars. I'm not mocking anybody that has a home like that. I have one. When I bought my home, literally in like 2021, no, I'm sorry, in 2001, sorry, uh, about 22 years ago, I bought it for $150,000. It was a starter home, basically. I still live in it, and our kids are about to leave, so it's not starter for me. Nevertheless, <clears throat> now it's worth over a half a million dollars. Is that sustainable? Not even, maybe. Quick pause, back in seconds. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Gentlemen, hard-hitting talk as we approach New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, ladies and gentlemen, this weekend. It's going to be an epic weekend indeed. Wow, Senator Rand Paul put together this incredible, they, he calls it Festivuses, I think that's how you say it, F-E-S-T-I-V-U-S, Festive uh, Report. And it documents over $420 billion in, quote, government waste. He talks about they study the sex habits of birds, how the male bird attracts female birds. Just weird stuff, ladies and gentlemen. I don't even want to go into the details. It's just awkward. It's just weird. Okay? Uh, they uh, have the most goofy things that they're testing and spending your money on. It is amazing. When a single senator, one out of a hundred senators, ladies and gentlemen, produces a report like this every year and literally delivers to you proven $420 billion, it's almost half a trillion dollars in a waste. <laughs> Just imagine what could happen if we took action on those and or what would happen if we had other congressmen and senators doubling down to the point with Dr. Rand Paul. Wow. All right, without further ado, Kelly, welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Thank you. It's good to be here. What do you say, Rand Paul finding $420 billion in waste single-handedly, sir? Yeah, I listened to him uh, talking to uh, Louis Gomer and how they, this thing came out at 1.30 in the morning and nobody even had a chance to read it. And they're going to 
photo on the 4,000 plus pages and yeah, and they had to hurry and get it in before the new Congress got in. It's it, it, it's a joke, and it just shows that they don't care how much money they spend anymore. There's very few who care is the problem. Our pressure with Brian Rust. He's normally with us, not feeling too well today, so he'll bow out, but we'll have him back soon. Uh, but we do have Kelly uh, representing uh, our brothers and sisters at RustCoinandGift.com, doing a phenomenal job always. So I'll take Brian out of that make sure we have kelly as a guest only rustcoinandgift.com has been doing a great job for over 50 years helping people understand precious metals rustcoinandgift.com kelly finnegan no less uh, involved just as much as anybody in this uh let's start out with the price of gold kelly yeah let, let me look here really quick i just was looking at that and uh so it looks like gold's up to eighteen seventeen twenty. It's been kind of fluctuating. It's up eleven eighty today. Uh, uh, okay, so eight. Hold on, eighteen seventeen twenty. Yep, and then silver's at twenty four oh four. Twenty four oh four. Right. Okay, platinum. so both of those are up just a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to bring in platinum. Platinum's over a thousand fifty-seven. It's saying here it's up forty-one dollars today and over four percent just on today. That's amazing. So, yeah. And palladium, palladium's at eighteen eighty-three ask, but it's got a hundred and fifty dollars spread between the buy and ask, and ask, which tells Ooh. me that there's not a lot of confidence in it if there's that much spread. Yeah, there's a lot of wiggle as people go ahead and do what's not expected, huh? Yeah, I mean, gold's only got a dollar between the bid and ask. So that, that tells you the big difference between a dollar and 150 bucks. What's the difference uh, for silver for the bid and ask? Uh, the difference is 10 cents. Well, that's nothing so they're either. Really, they're tight. Yeah, really tight. Wow. Do you expect any radical changes before the end of the year? Uh, probably not before the end of the year. A lot of times it's people put stuff away now and and they might today and tomorrow but yeah that's it and i think the markets are probably closed monday so i i think they'll just kind of put the clutch in and, and write it out for the rest of the year right the plunge protection team might make a quick move a quick flick of the wrist so to speak uh to make sure that they kind of hedge their bets and make sure nothing does happen right All right, there you have it, your Honest Money Report, ladies and gentlemen. There's several things I want to talk to Kelly Finnegan about, too. I was talking about this um, Southwest mass flight cancellations. Uh, they have melted down since last Thursday. So in the last week, Southwest alone has canceled 11,000 flights, Kelly. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're having the biggest problems with this, and it's they laid off a lot of people, and they pushed a lot of uh, pilots into retirement, and now they can't find qualified uh, pilots. And I saw JetBlue actually hired a convicted felon because, you know, they're willing to overlook that as long as he's got some experience flying. So, yeah, yes. and, 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 and a lot, you know, the baby boomers now are starting to retire, and uh, I'm, I'm at the tail end of that. And I'm at the point where I can just about retire and get something. So a lot of them are just saying, you know what, with the way things are, and I've got some little extra money and their wife's getting it too, hey, we'll just 
will bow out. We'll take her take her time. Yeah, I get it, and I don't understand how the system will sustain itself. You know what? All these uh, retail establishments, whatever they be, frontline workers, whatever you want to call them, retail, restaurants, um, airlines, public-facing businesses, what I would call them, every one of them are running a shortage in, in employees. I mean, I went to a restaurant the other day, and they said, yeah, it's going to be like a 45-minute wait. And I said, are you kidding me? And they're like, no, we're just doing the best we can, sir. And I accepted it because I wanted to go to that restaurant. So I went and walked around at a store for a while and just waited for my turn to come. When I got in there, all the ta- I mean, it was only like a third of the tables were taken. And I said to the, to the waitress and waiter, waiter there, I just like, hey, what's going on? This thing's not full. How come I had to wait so long? They said, sir, you're right. It's not full. We agree. The problem is we can bring you in and make you sit forever waiting for your food and make you mad. Or we can just tell you we can only take a certain number of people in at a time because, yeah, we got plenty of open tables, but we don't have the staff. We can't cook your food fast enough. We can't service you well. And so we're just telling people that they can't come in um, for 45 minutes or whatever else because when you get here, we want you to have a good experience. And rather than kind of bait you in here and make you sit forever, we'd rather tell you the truth and, and have you understand we're just doing the best we can. If you want a good experience, it's going to take 45 minutes to be able to sit down and have one. Uh, and I'm sorry, we're just that, that's the best we can do, sir. I was shocked but had respect at the same time, Kelly. Oh, yeah, there's a sandwich shop I love to go to, and I, I went to go in, and they had a sign-up that said they were closing at 7 o'clock on a Friday night because they couldn't get any staff. And so here's their busiest time probably of the whole week, and they had to close down because of that. And it's just, yeah, it, it's, it's crazy when you see this. When, when I was in high school, I worked at Wendy's, and at the drive-up, you had 20 seconds from the time somebody ordered at the intercom and to the window till they got their food. And we could meet that, and it was, you know, made just fresh. And now you're lucky to get out of there in five, ten minutes. And it's like, you know, they don't want to offend, you know, the, the workers because they could leave and they might, you know, not be able to replace them. So there, there's been big changes in service industry. And and people are just learning. How, they're, they're, they're just how, accepting how? it. No, I, I get how the people are accepting it like me. I mean, I'm just saying I can't hold the restaurant workers responsible. They're just trying to be honest and candid and do the best they can. But what I don't understand is how does society function before those jobs were needed? Now we're saying we don't need them, so I suffer on one end because I can't get service. But on the other end, usually service related to supply and demand. And now what we're saying is there's plenty of demand, but there's no supply of workers. Where did they all go? How come they don't need money? I mean, I don't understand it. Well, they've, they've succeeded in making us a third world nation. And that's what they wanted to do. Rather than bring everybody up to our standard, they're bringing us down to to the rest of the world. So now we're just going to be like everybody else and there's nothing special. And the customer isn't right and do whatever you can to take care of the customer. It's just, hey, this is yours and half the time we're going to make it right. Just that's how it is. And people just accept it. I, it's it's frustrating, and you see new businesses opening up, and it's like, where are you going to get the employees from? You're going to have to take them from somebody else because they're not going to come out of the woodwork. But I don't understand the people who had jobs before. Uh, I get that because of the you know COVID and the whatever, I get how they would kind of vanish and eventually get jobs elsewhere. I understand that. What I don't understand is how come there's not a rush back at some point? Don't people need these jobs? Well, the people that you see that are taking some of these jobs are people that are in their 70s and 80s now that that need to, you know, have health needs and need some kind of income 
to supplement what they're getting or what they put away. So there's there's going to be a lag there from you know probably 55 to 65 years old or 70, and then you're going to have some more there. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a it's a whole new world out there right now. Anyway, I find it shocking, and so I'm not mad at the restaurants because I mean, what can they do if they can't get workers? They can't stay open. I get it. But I also just don't understand how we can claim none of these people need to work. How do they feed their families and pay their bills? And I mean, don't people have mortgages? And it's just, anyway, wow. Kelly Finnegan with me. we got a whole lot more to talk about right here. Liberty Roundtable Live. This is the Honest Money Report. RussCoinandGift.com. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. More flight cancellations today in the USA. Most from carrier Southwest Air to the tune of 2400 on Thursday. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says he's telling Southwest Air to take care of the people that were left hanging by the airline. When you're in this situation and the airline is responsible, which is clearly the case right now, uh, then you can get uh, those kinds of vouchers uh, for hotels, uh, restaurants. But uh, what I talked about with, with the South, Southwest CEO is that a passenger shouldn't have to request that. They need to be proactively offering that. He pledged that they would. The Russian invasion into Ukraine is not going well for their troops. As a result, a drunken Russian soldier conscript in President Vladimir Putin's mobilization allegedly beat one of his officers to death while on a troop train. That's according to Russia media reports. The intoxicated soldier was taken into custody after the December 23rd incident in the vicinity of Chelyabinsk in southern Russia. Staying with the war, Russia has just launched a new round of missile strikes aimed at targets across Ukraine. Ukraine's armed forces said 69 missiles were fired by Russia. 54 of them were downed by Ukrainian air defenses. Their military is saying the enemy keeps resorting to missile terror against peaceful citizens of Ukraine, end quote. The city of Jackson, Mississippi, continues to struggle with their water infrastructure. Low water pressure throughout the city is the result of a hard freeze that left broken pipes throughout the water system. The city remains under a local state of emergency. Dive and rescue crews in Mojave County, Arizona, have found the body of a missing kayaker after his boat capsized on Lake Havasu on Tuesday during bad weather. Sheriff's deputies had been called to the tragedy after people reported seeing a person in the water yelling for help. This is USA News. Streaming on Peacock. Fellas, I'm getting married. From the creator of the best man and the best man holiday. Come with us to Quinn's wedding. Guaranteed to put a smile on your face. An executive producer of Insecure. They want to make unfinished business into a movie. That book caused a lot of drama. Get your popcorn ready. Gonna be just like old times, only better. The best man, the final chapters. A new limited series. Streaming now, only on Peacock. Let's get lit! My Pillow is excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. Last Christmas, you made them the number one selling My Pillow product, and now they've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. And now they're extending their 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2023. So go to mypillow.com and use promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. Use promo code USA to save $90 on the original My Slippers. That's only $49.98 a pair. 
All right, it's Kelly Finnegan, RessQuinnegan.com, and Sam Bushman on your radio. So there's a Republican congressman-elect, Kelly. His name is George Santos, and he was caught lying about literally everything. He lied about his employment. He lied about his education. He lied about literally everything. He admitted to a long list of flat-out falsehoods. All right, he lied you about graduating from college, as I mentioned. He lied. He said he was a Jew. It turns out he's not. I mean, this is like unforgivable stuff. And um, all I can tell you is the Republicans aren't really doing anything. Um, you know, this guy is a Republican. He got caught lying big time. Now, if Republican leaders demand he resigns, and he does, then they would have a potential blow because they'd lose their majority in Congress. And I had Roger Stone on with me yesterday. As you know, he's a political conservative, longtime political strategist. Stonezone.com is his website. Um, He got reinstated on Twitter. That's good news. Um, You know, he's now doing a TV show called The Stone Zone, live every day at 5. I say follow the money if you want to know what's going on in politics. But I bring all this up because I am convinced what this Santos guy needs to do is he needs to step down. And uh, I know they'll lose the majority in the House. I get it. I know the Republicans have egg all over their face. I get it. But you have got to hold the moral high ground. If you can let a criminal like this literally get into office on false premise, flat-out blatant lies, it's not like an embellishment of your resume. Hey, like I worked construction when I was a teenager for a well-known construction company. Oh, well, if you dig in, it turns out to be my father's company. That's not a lie. It's just, you know what, you're, you're kind of embellishing your resume, putting the best foot forward. Um But this guy blatantly told complete, absolute false fabrications about key things, his nationality or whatever, his uh, employment, his education. I mean, core functions, just not even true at all. Blatant, flat-out lies. And we elected this guy, or the American people in New York elected this guy on this false premise. Now, to me, that's election fraud. They elected somebody. It's not even the person they thought they were electing. It's a fraud. Um, the Republicans need to come clean and stand against this. Roger Stone didn't think it was a big deal. He's like, hey, everybody else lies too. Who cares? I think differently, though. I think there's a moral high ground that we need to uh, adhere to on this. Yes, the Republicans will have a short-term beating over this, but they'll come out ready for 2024 as the respected party, the respected group, the people who believe in honesty. You'd have some hope in them for a change. They're not going to do it, though. They're just going to embrace the fraud. Kelly? Well, I was going to say, man, at first I thought you were talking about Joe Biden. Um, uh-huh. Well, he does the same stuff. That exactly is the point. Stuff. But that's what, and so what they, they really do need to make him resign, and that sends a message to anybody else that if you're going to lie, this is what's going to happen to you. And they're not going to have that problem again. But if you just kind of push it under the rug, then you're going to have a lot more of this, and it's going to be a lot worse. And, and if you're trying to say that you're different than the Democrats, then you need to act that way. And, and it might, might hurt for a little while. It might hurt for a little while. Uh, I worked at a company that the state said they passed a, an audit, and they didn't. And uh, they said, well, look, they called the state and turned themselves in. And they, they showed us that they, they walked the talk. And that's what the Republican Party needs to do with this guy is just say, nope, you, you didn't get in there fair and square. You lied. You lied to us. You lied to the constituency. You're out. And yeah, if there's a if there's a, a shortage on our side, it's your fault, not ours. 
Uh, and why the Democrats didn't vet this guy in advance, I don't know. Why the Republicans didn't vet this guy in advance, I don't know. Why nobody they don't in the vet their own guys. So n- why none of they? this happened. It's it's just shocking. But, you know, but they I, always say you know, all's fair in, in politics, and it just kind of shows it. But, yeah, you need to take the high ground on this. And, and, and if it's in a republic, it's not a Republican state. So, yeah, Polk's going to put a Democrat in there. But you know what? Then that's what's going to happen. Well, and and I am sad that the Republicans will lose their majority. I know they feel like they've got to be there to stop the bad guys. But when you become the bad guys, you're not going to convince me you're going to stop the bad guys. Now, if you come clean and you're honest and you clean house, yes, it can happen to anybody. A bad guy can get in your ranks. But it's kind of like the police force uh, as well and some of these other agencies the military look if you guys if you guys have bad people in your organization you've got a clean house if you want me to have confidence in your organization i don't hold you accountable if one guy lies and no one realizes it's like oh my gosh i can't believe this i get it it happens to any group can get infiltrated can be betrayed somebody can you know pose as someone they're not i I get it I i don't hold the republicans responsible for that what i hold them responsible for is if you turn a blind eye to it now you're just engendering that behavior. And I don't see how this guy's any better than Biden. Well, they could say, well, this guy's a Republican and he promises he'll do this or do that. And, but you know what? I don't buy it. When you do this kind of thing, uh, the Republicans are claiming election fraud. The Democrats are saying you have election fraud claims with no proof, you conspiracy theorist wackos. Quit talking about election fraud. But if the Republicans said, you know what? There's election fraud. We've been telling you this forever. And now we find it in our own ranks and we're going to clean house. Boy, how well, would you get respect, Kelly? And if there's any voters that, that crossed the line and went from Democrat to Republican, go about how cheated they are now. They're like, Bill, I mean, they could be, hey, I voted for this guy because you told me he was this and you lied to me. And and you're, you're complicit with the lie. That's what it makes the Republicans complicit with the lie. So now it's crunch time and it's kind of, uh, you know, you, the tea leaves, I guess, if you will. But do you think the Republicans will have any integrity on this? Some of them will, and uh, hopefully that they, they get that point across. Some some for some people the ends justify the means, you know, by hook or by crook. Unfortunately, yes. All right, there's a massive service outage happening at Twitter. They say it's far-reaching. The cause of disruption is unknown. They say the issue surfaced several days after Elon Musk said that he had shut down one of the company's major data centers. Um, They said they're having problems. It's wide-reaching. They don't know the cause. Some people can't log in. Some people were automatically logged out. Other people can only see part of their Twitter uh, details, etc. It's multiple countries. It's widespread, they're claiming. Uh, they say the platform API is affected, which means it affects desktops and the mobile side. I mean, it's just disaster. Um, now, people say they don't know what the cause is, but I think I might have a hunch. And again, you can say, Sam, you say this without evidence. I don't have factual evidence, but I do have anecdotal indirect evidence. And here it is. I'm convinced now that Elon Musk is outing the government and the FBI and the Justice Department and all kinds of government agencies for their criminal activity relating to elections and relating to Twitter and relating to our First Amendment rights, violating all five elements of our First Amendment, all five guarantees. Um, Now uh, Twitter um, is having trouble. 
And they can say, oh, it's because he took down one data center or whatever else, and he's trying to save money, and he's laying off staff. And there may be some truth to that. I don't know for sure. But my guess is the government is involved. And you say, well, Sam, you don't have any evidence of that. I do. I do. The government said, you're going to be my uh, lapdog, Twitter. And then Elon Musk came back and said, no, we're not. And now the government's saying, you were and you will. And the battle's on. And if you say, Sam, why would you say that? You don't have any evidence of this at all. Well, lawmakers now, here's another headline, lawmakers signaling inquiries into the use of foreign spyware by U.S. government agencies. Mark Mazzetti has the piece. And Ronan Berkman, they're both with Big Rag Newspapers. Go look it up. But it basically says the moves come as Congress passed a measure last week to try to rein in the proliferation of these hacking tools. Washington, quote, senior lawmakers said they're going to look into this. And um, hey, there's two Israeli spy firms that create this software, and the governments of America have been literally using these spyware capabilities to target and extract messages, videos, photos, and other content. The New York Times now revealed. Okay? So you go, they're using these tools, and we can't trust them. And so this is what I mean by I have anecdotal evidence. I don't have facts that Twitter is suffering from this, but I even Congress is saying this is happening. Your government, our government, ladies and gentlemen, using spyware tools from Israel to spy on everybody. And the government says, oh, no, we're not. FBI, they say, has decided against using the spyware in their operations, don't you know? Well, I don't know that I believe it. We can't trust the FBI, now can we? All right? They say there's efforts for, you know, the United States not to do business with these firms, right? But, folks, do you trust their, our government in this? So this is what I mean. I don't have factual evidence that this is happening to Twitter, but it's very interesting that Twitter is having trouble after they released information on our government that I'm sure the government doesn't want released. So the service outage at Twitter, and then right now our lawmakers are signaling that they're going to look into our government's use of illegal spyware. When we get back, let's have Kelly talk about this in seconds. Kelly Finnegan's with us. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. 
Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at LocalHoneyMan.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Kelly Finnegan on your radio, RussCodingGift.com. So I'm just saying, look, I don't have facts that Twitter's being, uh, you know, harassed or whatever by the government. But I look at it and go, Twitter's literally suffering a massive outage. Wow. Right when the Congress is looking into the government using illegal spyware tools? Uh, maybe there's no correlation, but how dumb am I to ignore it, huh, Kelly? I have a different take on it. I, I was talking to somebody about Occam's razor. You know, if you hear hoof prints, it's probably horses, not zebras. And I, I think it's just people, either employees or former employees, that are trying to hack and, and make Twitter fail. I think that they're just pissed at having him come in, Elon come in, uh, losing their job, or they don't like being there because of, of that. And so I think it's an inside job where they're just trying to scuttle the ship. I don't know where it goes from here, but I look at that and I just find an interesting correlation to that. I also find an interesting correlation to Southwest Airlines. You know, back in the day, they were the ones that were like the stable airline. They were the fun airline. Everybody else was like a stuffy business class, high fluting airline. And these guys came out as, hey, man, we're just Americans and we're going to have a lot of fun well, yeah. on our flights and enjoy the friendly skies. And they were like the, the, the leader, man. And, up and, and now somehow they're being taken down right now, too, or shut down. They claim ancient, out-of-date software is the problem. But all the other airlines surely have as old or older software than Southwest. And so well, something's and afoot, all I can tell you. They're also employee-owned, you know, so which tells you that they're not a union shop. And I'm sure that the government, you know, Biden hates that. The, you know, places that aren't union. So that could be a reason they're help, helping them, helping them fail. Well, and I find this interesting. You know, we're starting to see the government somehow taking on every industry and creating disruption failure. You look at the 2008 housing crisis. You now look at the retail establishments, as I mentioned. Retail seems to be under assault everywhere. Uh, and now you're seeing the airlines being attacked. They've been attacked for several years, too. Uh, very strange stuff. Hey, Airline pilots can't fly because they've been vaxxed now, and there's risk that they'll die in the air and all these. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. But they're decimating our economy intentionally. You see it through COVID. You see it through each industry being one at a time literally taken down, Kelly. And you can say, oh, well, Sam, you're a conspiracy theorist. There's no proof. Now, I think there is all kinds of ex external, um, maybe not direct proof, but anecdotal proof to say the least, Kelly. 
yeah, it's it's way beyond a coincidence that all of these things are happening so quickly, you know. And and China just released their lockdown thing, and they've got they figure 260 million people that are infected with a COVID variant, and I I think you know it was there before. They just didn't acknowledge that, and and that shows that their vaccine is really inferior, and and just the fear. And I think that's the thing. That, that shows us more than anything is that there's nothing but fear but fear itself. Roosevelt was right on that. I'll give him that one thing he was right about. And if you're afraid, well, you're going to be more than likely to have these things happen. So, yeah, it's, it's being prepared for what can come and, and, and make arrangements for it. You know, hey, these guys are having a problem. I'm going to look. I'm going to have a, a, a backup plan. All right. So the lawmakers looking into foreign spyware being used by or Israeli spyware being used by the American government. Wow. And then the service outage at Twitter, the trouble at Southwest Airlines. Again, it's beyond a possible debate. I'll tell you that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, right now. All right. There's an interesting story that I want to get your take on before the end of the hour, too, Kelly. Uh, The headline says the Department of Justice or the DOJ prosecutors launched a criminal probe into an alleged hack that siphoned over $370 million in assets from the FTX that failed hours after the exchanges, November 11th, bankruptcy filing. Again, is that possible that it's a coincidence? I don't think so. Kelly? No, and it's interesting that they uh, arrested Sam Bankman-Fried the day before he was supposed to testify. And there's people think, wow, why did they do that? Well, they didn't want him to testify. You know, there's this money that's gotten moved around and, and given to certain political parties. And, they're, you know, they'll, they'll say they're going to do an investigation, but it's just let's sweep this aside. We don't want this to show up, but we... Hey, look over there. Look, look at that. Look at that. And so I think that's what this is. It's just a way to to move it away from that. He donated so much money to the Democratic Party. Oh, and the Republican Party, too, as far as we understand, in secret ways, he donated just as much to the Republicans. Yeah, he did it secretly. Yeah, right. Sure you did. He didn't do it. So, but yeah, all this money, I mean, all these people that have lost, I mean, Millions and millions of dollars. Tom Brady supposedly had all of his extra money in in that exchange, and so yeah, poor he's going to have to keep. Yeah, he's going to have to keep playing. Yeah, Giselle just left him, and she had a net worth five times more than him. Yeah, and now the poor guy told him not to do- dip his toe in the crypto, but he didn't listen to me there, Kelly. I was trying to tell him. Yeah, and and then uh, Kevin McCarthy up there. I guess is that his name? The Yes, the shark guy. He he he's like, yeah, I lost ten million dollars with them, but they gave him fifteen million dollars. Yeah, so, that's a big loss. What, what, five million games. What, what are you crying about? You were playing with the house's money, and you lost some of it. You still came up five million ahead, and you still, yeah. There's there's so much crap that you can tell when people sell out. So listen and, to this, ladies and gentlemen. A source familiar with the case told Bloomberg News that authorities managed, they say, to uh, free up some of the stolen assets. 
They say these assets have been laundered in the crypto token Ether. And, uh, and in Bitcoin after the hack. So I got a question. I thought everybody told me that there was like a transparent blockchain that controlled all this and absolutely could know where it went and everything and trace it all. Right? Kelly, isn't that the story? Right. Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, a redneck like me then says, well, just follow the trail, you idiot. They can't, Kelly. That's the problem. They they won't. That's the problem. You think they can? Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody thinks this stuff is anonymous, but, you know, anybody that hacks money from these places, it's like they know who did it and they know where it is, and it's just a matter of time until they slip up and they can get it back. So <clears throat> they know where this stuff is. <clears throat> they know, you know, they they just want to make it look like they don't know. But, yeah, they they know exactly where it's gone. They know who got it. All right, so folks, everything I've been telling you is true. They know full where it is. They know that the blockchain does work and can work. When they want you to not know things, they act like it's lost, it's confused, they can't know. But the truth is they absolutely know. And I've made this point relating to all kinds of transactions. You can't make a transaction on the Internet that really can't be discovered if you get the right people. And I've even referred to a book by, I think it's Kevin... Kevin, somebody. Anyway, the book was called Ghost in the Wire, and he was an incredible hacker and everything, and he thought he would never get caught, and eventually they hunted that sucker down and threw him in jail, and he wrote a book about it. Look, they can get you, folks. And that was even in the early days, if you will. But when the DOJ launches a criminal probe into the alleged hack, what do you mean alleged hack? We're debating if it was a hack now. We're debating where the money went. Well, where's the blockchain? What's the story? See, we're just not getting the right information uh, about the truth. Look, they can trace all this stuff. And let me tell you, they have backdoors into everything, whether it be the spyware software that our government buys from Israel and uses against the citizens and claim they don't, uh, all the way to Twitter being taken down or hacked, the Pentagon being taken down and hacked, credit card information being taken down and hacked, the dark web. They know it all because if they didn't, they would shut it down until they had a backdoor. We know that's true. We know that's true. Uh, so there you have it. Now they're saying you shouldn't be able to go on TikTok, though, because it's a danger there. Uh, TikTok's a danger, Kelly. It's dangerous. Well, the, China, the TikTok in China is much different than it is here. And, and you know, these people won't let their own kids on that stuff. And, yeah, it's, uh, they're, you know, we spy on ourselves. Everybody's got these phones they take around with them. They catch criminals because they're like, well, your phone was in the area of that crime. Uh, you know, so if you're going to commit a crime, like I tell my wife, leave your phone home. Well, and then the problem with that is then they claim when we say, oh, you know what? We've tracked using their phone data to these mules, you know, putting ballots into the ballot boxes illegally. Then they say, oh, phones can't tell you that. But then yet we've caught them using phones to tell exactly that kind of information over and over in other news stories, Kelly. Well, they keep saying that because they get away with it. People are, unfortunately, you know, I, I don't know who was that. Uh, no one's ever gone broke uh, underestimating the intelligence of the American people. And uh, unfortunately, that's true. Most people don't care as long as they know that the Kardashians are going to be on at 730, you know, or whatever. 
they don't care. They don't want to know. They 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 want to put their head down in the sand and let it life go on with the blue pill. You know. Amen to that. Now you heard TikTok is now banned on a U.S. of House U.S. House of Representatives issued devices. No TikTok for your members of Congress in the, at the House level. Too dangerous, Kelly. Well, yeah, I mean, the Chinese government, you know, it's a Chinese-owned company. And if it's a personal or private or a government company, it, all the information goes there. And so there's people in the Chinese government that are on the board of TikTok. So anything you got on there is going to get there. So I don't, you know, want to say ban it, but just know that, that if you don't mind your information being spread around, go for it. Yeah, just so the FBI knows, if you go to libertyroundtable.com, with a single click, you can download every hour of every show we do, and you can go ahead and listen. And when you listen, please let your conscience give sway, because you'll begin to understand that we tell you the truth. We're honest. We're patriots. We're peaceful. We're kind. We're loving. We're gentle. Uh, we believe that we're all God's children, and we should behave so. So all the allegations made against us are absolute lies by your government, by your agencies, by your, by the media, by everybody that you're in bed with. Your organizations are de- destroying America, and we're trying to save this country. Hopefully your conscience will take over as a member of the FBI, the Justice Department, uh, the Homeland Security, whoever. But I make every hour available, uh, literally, libertyroundtipple.com, single click. You can get the show. Save it to your computer. Listen to it to your heart's content. That's just how we uh, make our information available, Kelly, because we love them. We want them to know where to get constitutional currency. Go to RushConnorGift.com. All members of government everywhere, and you can get constitutional currency. Kelly? I was going to say, even if you listen to it backwards, it has to be. It still says the same thing. Oh, there you go. There you have it. Thank you, Kelly. Happy New Year to you and your family. We'll talk to you You next week. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Amen. The Honest Money Report, Kelly Finnegan reporting, ladies and gentlemen, RustCoinandGift.com, doing a phenomenal job as always. You have a friend in the coin business, RustCoinandGift.com. And we declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore America. you got to get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right, will you? God save the Republic of the United States of America. Roads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for December the 29th in the year of our Lord 2022. This is our two of two. And our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to use the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide, to use the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, most of all, rejecting revolution and standing for peaceful restoration of the greatest 
I repeat, the greatest country on the face of the earth. What a great hour with Kelly. We talked about TikTok is now banned. For all U.S. House of Representatives issued mobile devices. Now, I don't know if that's just a gameplay where they can get on other devices or whether their staff members can tweet and TikTok and everything else for them and do whatever. But, you know, I don't know. All I can tell you is very interesting change uh, as we complain that TikTok is a big concern. Um, you know, I thought the communist Chinese were our most favored nation trading partner. Why would we be the most favored nation trading partner with a group that puts out TikTok, which is a danger uh, to us, huh? The duplicitous uh, reality check is very concerning, uh, to say the least. All right. There's a couple of questions I want to pose. Uh, I want to give my answers to these questions. And if anybody wants to dial in and chat about them or give me their context, comments, thoughts, opinions, ideas, Suggestions, whatever, they're more than welcome. The number to dial in, 208-216-6100. Cameron and Liz and everybody watch the phone lines and see if anybody dials in on this. 208-216-6100. Now, uh, you can make a comment, a a thought, but here's the two questions. The first one is what can slash will happen in 2023? What can slash will happen in 2023. I say can because what's possible? I say will because what do you think will happen? It's kind of two questions in one. Uh, And it's an interesting one because it's the future and we don't really know, we don't have facts. That's why it's what can happen and what will happen. And then the second one, the second question that I have, which is really kind of the third, since the first question is kind of two, right? What can happen and what will happen for 2023? So those are two. The third question is this. What is the most important issue between now and the 2024 elections? Yeah. What is the most important issue between now and the 2024 elections? And I've thought about my answers to this, and I can give you my answers. I don't really want to, you know, seed other people's answers with mine, but I do want to kind of address this. A lot of people do a year in review. What's been the worst things going on in the last year in 2022? What are the biggest or the most shocking news stories or what, uh, you know, we go on, right? What, what are the problems? What, what do you see? What are the top 10 issues for Liberty Roundtable Live that we worked on or took care of business about in 2021, et cetera? And, I'm sorry, 2022. You know, what, what's the, the summary of the year? What, what's kind of gone on? You know, what do you think the biggest moments? This is question number four. What do you think the biggest moments of 2022 were for Liberty Roundtable Live, huh? That's a good question, right? What do you think the biggest issues or the greatest moments of, if you will, right, are for Liberty Roundtable Live for 2022? That's a very interesting question in my mind as well, right? Um. Uh, memorable moments, right, et cetera, for 2022. What is it? And would it be for just the Liberty Roundtable Live show? Would it be for the Loving Liberty Radio Network? Uh, Would it be for me as a person, Sam Bushman? You know, all that kind of gets mixed together a little bit in this discussion. So let me give you some examples. I think uh, for Liberty Roundtable Live, one of the biggest Hugest. I want to be like Donald Trump. Bigly. 
or big league, right? Whatever. Things we've done in 2022 was our press conference in July in Las Vegas at the Ahern Hotel right before Freedom Fest where we literally said we have got to look into election integrity issues. We call on all 3,000-plus sheriffs to investigate election integrity problems in their county, in their sphere. Um, I think that was the biggest thing for me as a person. That's one of them anyway. And it's one of the biggest things I have for Liberty Roundtable, for the CSPOA, and for the Loving Liberty Radio Network, as well as the Brideon Radio Networks. I believe those are the biggest, that's one of the biggest things we've done. We literally told the whole nation, we at the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association are calling on all 3,000 sheriffs nationwide to look into election integrity issues. Now, some people believe the 2,000 mules is kind of um, a little hokey. Uh, I don't agree, but some feel that way. Some feel like, hey, you guys are making it sound like there's election fraud everywhere, and it's not true. I understand. I agree. But one of the biggest reasons we wanted to look into election integrity issues is because this has gone on for well over two years, and it's not about to end. The 2020 election cycle, the 2016 cycle, were both challenged. Uh, the 2016 primarily by Democrats, the 2020 primarily by Republicans. But now it's 2022, and now they say there's election fraud, and more evidence comes out. We've been at this for like eight years, 2016 till through 2022, right? I guess that's six years. But, it, but the election complaints of fraud started before 2016, I guess, is the point. So 2015 to 2022, and it's, it's, it's ongoing. So seven years and ongoing. And you look at that and you go, look, this is something in America that's got to be addressed. It's nothing but a huge divide. The Republicans claim it's the Democrats. The Democrats claim it's the Republicans. Whenever one wins, the other complains there's election fraud. And if you win, you don't say it. And election fraud's okay in this case, but not in that case. Or, you know, what does election fraud really mean? We can redistrict. We can do this. We can do that. And it's not election fraud. And, you know, we go on. The discovery has been tremendous on this. But we wanted to look into this because it's like it's not about Republican-Democrat. It's not about he said, she said. It's about the First Amendment, the people's right to a redress of grievance. We've tried to get the courts to deal with this. They throw it out at every turn, claiming there's no evidence. But you know what? Without the discovery phase, without a fully informed jury making the decisions, you never get the chance to really know. The judges just double down for the system they work for, right? So the courts aren't a redress of grievance venue on this issue. So they go to Congress, and January 6th happened. And now if you really tried to get accountability there, you're a terrorist. You're a domestic threat. You're a whatever, a, a MAGA hate-filled terrorist or whatever lies they want to say now. Roger Stone yesterday on the program felt like they're going to go after Donald Trump and, and um, you know charge him. Uh, he's probably right. I hope they don't because I don't think he's guilty of anything. But, but I do believe that that's where they're headed. So this vitriol and this divide over the elections and the truth regarding them is, is just becoming, it's ubiquitous, it's everywhere, everybody has an opinion, and it's become the great divide in America. And so we at the CSPOA wanted to look into this and say, look, now we hoped, listen carefully to me, 
we hoped to come back in several jurisdictions where the sheriff and others could do a transparent investigation and come back and say, listen, in our elections, they're clean. They're okay. We had hoped that just, but there's not a single sheriff who's willing to dig in who has come back and said it's okay yet. The problem is they fall way short. They say, well, that's not my purview. Or that's, you know, they, I have asked the election commission to look and they say it's fine. Well, that's the hen house, you know, and the fox telling you that all the chickens are all right, you know. Yeah, chickens are, are good in here, I promise. Don't come in and look now. See, it's like that. And, and the problem is, so we're not doubling down and saying there's election fraud in all 3,000 counties. We're not into this hoaxy stuff at the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. We're just simply saying, look, there's enough here now with it going on for years now, with more and more evidence coming forth, even though all five of your First Amendment guarantees have been literally shut down and tampered with directly by your federal government. At some point, we kind of say, you know what, there's too much smoke for no fire. There's absolutely too much smoke for no fire. So let's put scrutiny. Let's shine the light on this and see what happens. And if there are problems, let's clean them up so we can have integrity and comfortability and confidence in the system once again. If we don't do that, what will happen? Will this divide just continue? Will this divide just get worse? In other words, what do you expect to happen? That's the problem. Right? That's the problem. So there were some of us uh, internally that were like, you know what? I don't want to um I don't want to look into this election fraud. It's just too hokey, it's too fringy, it's too all it'll do is get egg on the face of the CSPOA. But we at the CSPOA felt like, hey, we have got, I'm going to say it again, we have got to literally vet this. Nobody better than the sheriffs of the United States elected local executive branch to investigate and turn over their investigations to the DA. Or to the attorney generals if necessary. What better way than to bring all government in to try to create accountability and seek the truth? As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Former Sheriff Richard Mack recounts in his book the proper role of law enforcement, how he came to realize while working as a beat cop how wrong the all-too-common orientation of police officers is when they think of their job as being to write tickets and arrest people. Richard Mack tells of his personal transformation from by-the-number cop to constitution-conscious defender of citizen safety and freedoms. Learn what it really means to serve and protect. Purchase your copy at CSPOA.org. That's CSPOA.org. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Hey, another question for you. Can the power of love save us? If it originates from Christ and it's the love of Christ, real charity, the answer is a clear, resounding yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. But what can happen? That's one question. What will happen? Second question in 2023. The next question is, what is the most important issue between now and the 2024 elections? The next question is, what do you think the issues that are the most memorable or the issues the most valuable that we've covered at Liberty Roundtable Live in 2023. I was mentioning this uh, big press conference with the CSPOA at the Ahern Hotel back in July where we called on all 3,000-plus sheriffs to investigate election integrity issues. Wow, what a tremendous call that was and still is. The mainstream press went berserk over it attacked us relentlessly over it. But I maintain once again that this is one of the great divides in America, and we have got to run the truth to ground on these election issues. We've got to embrace and fix the problems. We've got to also dismiss allegations that are false. There's both sides to that equation. We're not just calling and saying every uh, you know group is, is fraud. and It's not true. There are a lot of problems in America, but I submit most of the vote frauds in a few key swing states, in a few key swing counties, I don't believe it's corruption everywhere. Okay, there's a lot of bad things, but let's not make it worse than it is. Uh, If we could come back with some accountability and come back with some integrity, we might really make a difference. That was one of the hugest things in 2022 that I believe CSPOA, Sam Bushman, Liberty Roundtable, Loving Liberty Radio Network, we were all involved in the solution there to really dig in and develop um, comfortability for the American people. Do we have it done yet? No, it's a long road to hoe. There's a lot of sheriffs that are making a difference. But we've got a lot to go, a lot to do still. People are thinking, how can we not have it done already? Look, folks, this is not an overnight thing. This is a long-haul discussion. And like I told people for the 2022 election cycle, if you think we're going to have it all done before the election, you're wrong. We're going to be well into this past 2024 Digging into this, working on this, trying to create answers and solutions. It's a county by county. Look, 3,000 counties have a lot of work to do. And one county uh, sheriff might not be willing to do it, but if an election cycle happens and he gets replaced, the next sheriff might be willing to. Uh, If they don't think there's election integrity problems in their county uh, before 2022 elections, maybe after that they do. See, there's a lot of things that can change the game from we're not willing to dig into it at all to we better, we must, we have to. See? 
And that's what we're looking for in county by county by county. But, man, we've got a tiny staff of the CSPOA. There's only so much we can do so fast. And I mentioned our 10-point integrity issue uh, guide that we're in the middle of putting out. Um, We're almost there to release that. So that's one great thing. The next thing we've done at the CSPOA, this is kind of the next thing for Liberty Roundtable, for me personally, for whatever you want to say, I have become the CEO of the CSPOA. Now, I'm not trying to make a big deal of that. I'm just saying to me that was a significant event this year that absolutely affects Liberty Roundtable Live. Uh, We also launched, um, I can't remember how long we've been doing this show. I guess last year we launched the uh, Sheriff Mack Show. Uh, And it's been going on well into this year uh, as well. So that's huge. So we're on radio and TV. I've also launched videos, Liberty Roundtable Live videos. They're available on YouTube and Twitter and um, on um, Rumble. Uh, We're going to be putting up uh, a channel internally as well for them. And they're five-minute videos. And I I haven't done as much of them because of the holidays and people have been sick and it's been a little crazy. But I'm going to get back on it. We're going to do more and more short videos to spread the word. That's a significant event that's taken place. So that's the answer. What are the biggest things we've accomplished this year? Or what are the things that are the most memorable or that we've worked on? I think those are probably it. We went to the Red Pill. We went to the uh, Freedom Fest. Those were huge as well. <clears throat> so we've been doing a little bit of traveling there on that. Uh, now I'll back into the other questions. What can slash will happen in 2023? I want to talk about that a little bit. I believe you're going to get more evidence of government betraying the citizens. That can happen in 2023, and I submit that it will. You will get more and more more evidence that your government is flat-out evil and corrupt, and literally uh, we are being taken down from within. A lot of people want to tell you we're worried about the Chinese, we're worried about this, we're worried about that. I'm not worried about all those things. I'm worried about the immorality of the people. And because the people are immoral, God is not protecting us anymore. We've lost the blessings and the protection. And as a result, I believe the only way we can be destroyed or taken down is from the inside. So you will find what can and will happen in 2023. You will find that more and more evidence of government corruption just avalanches. Because remember, once you cannot hold the dike back with your finger anymore, oh boy, does the floods come. I believe that's what you can and will see for 2023. It'll be the year of awakening for the American people like you haven't seen before. Look, I've been in this business for over 25 years in the media, people. And you know what? When I used to speak out on topics, people used to go, you are on drugs. You are crazy. This is not, you're, Sam, you're way out. Now people go, how did you know, Sam? How did you, how were you so on this so early in the game? Uh, and they still didn't believe me, but they realized there was more to it. Now people are saying, how did you know? And not only how did you know, what are the solutions? This is Solutions Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Make no mistake about that. We don't just complain about the problems and rail at the problems. A lot of the talk show hosts bring you to the problem and bring you to the, oh, heaven help us all phase. But very few talk show hosts have the knowledge And the wherewithal or the willingness to tell you the real answer, take you all the way to the solution. Either they don't know the solution or their organizations that syndicate them, fund them, whatever, won't let them articulate the solution. I don't know what it is in every case. But we bring you right to the solution. 
So when it comes to election integrity problems, our solution is to put 10 guidelines in place for the American people to work towards. Our solution is for all 3,000 counties to look into their elections. For the states and the counties to take their elections out of the hands of the general government, which has proven more criminal than anybody, and create integrity and honesty around those elections. When you have a Republican that literally lies his way into office, as in this George Santos guy, you have got to cull the herd. You have got to kick him out of your ranks. You have got to get the bad apples out of the barrel. This needs to happen in police departments all across the country. Uh, cops just on steroids thinking they've got all the power. Two elections. Okay, the Republicans, if you're going to say there's election fraud and you know that your guy lied all the way to the top to get elected, you know that's election fraud. You cannot lie and pretend you're somebody you're not and then get elected and then go, oh, golly, sorry, I lied to get here. The citizens voted for somebody who they thought was a you know electable person and now they find out it's not even at all. The facts are completely different from what you elected. That is election fraud. So to you mainstream press thugs that say we tell you about election fraud without evidence, there is your evidence. You had a guy literally lie about the fundamental basics of his entire life, his, his race slash nationality or religious origins, whatever mixture of that you want to call a Jew that he said he was and he's not. He said he was Jewish. Turns out he's not. He said his parents suffered from the Holocaust. It's a lie. He said his employment, it's a lie. He said his you know, media, it's a lie. He said his education, it's a lie. When you get elected on so many lies like that at some point, it is absolutely election fraud, beyond debate. Well, if you're not going to get rid of this guy and prevent him from taking his oath of office, or even if he gets the ability to take the oath of office, then getting rid of him. If you don't do that, Republicans, you've just proven our point. Okay. But our solution is all 3,000 sheriffs to investigate election integrity issues. Our solution is to roll out our paper, our 10-point paper on the solutions. That's taken, by the way, a long time to research. There's a lot of other papers out there. I don't believe they're as good or as comprehensive or as detailed or as clear as ours. One of the big points that most folks miss, you cannot use machines. Okay? Even crypto gets hacked. If you don't believe me, look at that FTX thing or whatever it is. If you don't believe me, look at the Pentagon, look at Twitter, look at, we go on and on. We then say the government, you know, the Chinese are hacking elections or the, the Russians are hacking elections or, okay. And then they, say, they tell you on one hand, the Russians are hacking the elections, beware. On the other hand, they say, well, the elections can't be hacked. See how they just lie, lie, lie. But the bottom line is, folks, we have got to create accountability. So we provide solutions, our 10-point uh, voter integrity guide calling on all 3,000 sheriffs to investigate that is significant all right so what can happen and will happen in 2023 I believe more government corruption will be exposed than ever before what is the most important issue between now and the 2024 elections that one I'm debating but I'll tell you my thoughts when we come back how's that you also could chime in at 208 216 6100 if you'd like it's 208-216-6100 i am sam bushman i don't ask a question i'm not willing to answer this is the one and only liberty roundtable live protecting your liberties 
You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. When Southwest Airlines reassigns crews after flight disruptions, it typically relies on a system called SkySolver. This Christmas, SkySolver not only failed, it also helped create one of the worst industry meltdowns in recent history. Airline executives and labor leaders point to SkySolver as one reason why a brutal winter storm turned into a nightmare for travelers. SWA Chief Executive Bob Jordan. Our plan for the next few days is to fly a reduced schedule and reposition our people and planes, and we're making headway, and we're optimistic to be back on track before next week. We have some real work to do in making this right. Erie County in New York is reporting the death toll from the Buffalo blizzard over the Christmas weekend rose to 37 on Wednesday. The natural disaster makes this the deadliest lake effect snowstorm on record and the most lethal blizzard in Buffalo since at least 1950. Congressman Jamie Raskin, the Democrat from Maryland, announced Wednesday that he has been diagnosed with cancer. The lawmaker said in a statement that he has diffuse large B-cell lymphoma, a serious but curable form of cancer. The humanitarian and drugs crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border continues. San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond claims agents are dumping migrants with no further assistance or insight. They're saying we're dropping them off in a a safe way, but uh, not giving them any resources uh, or avenues uh, to get to final destination. The supervisor says more than 1,000 people will eventually be released to bus stops in El Cajon, San Diego, and Oceanside. This comes as the Supreme Court has allowed Title 42 to stay in place, which allows agents to quickly expel migrants at the border due to public health concerns. Victoria Idoni reporting. This is USA News. The holidays are here. Achieve gifting greatness when you give perfectly aged, tender, delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have curated special gift packages to take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Plus, use code TREAT at checkout to get an additional $40 off your order. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites guaranteed to impress, like the legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra Juicy burgers, even easy to prepare, ready in a flash comfort meals. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, get 50% off site wide, plus use promo code TREAT at checkout to get that extra $40 off your order. Minimum order may be required. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so what are the most important issues slash solutions that Liberty Roundtable Live has been in uh, in the year of 2022? And I say, hey, this uh, calling for all 3,000 sheriffs to look into election integrity issues, uh, me becoming the CEO of the CSPOA, uh, us having a press conference in July, us going to the Freedom Fest and the Red Pill, uh, we've done a lot of other things besides that, but those are some of the most cru- crucial. We've had on some great guests over the time. We've told you the truth and provided solutions. But now 
what can and will happen in 2023, I submit to you that you'll, you'll have more and more government corruption exposed than you've ever seen before. And the patriots will finally start to work together. Yeah, you know what? The new media is doing great, but we're all segmented. We're not working together near enough. But I'm telling you right now, the John Birch Society, the Eagle Forum, uh, the Campaign for Liberty, uh, Liberty Roundtable Live, the Loving Liberty Radio Networks, uh, and I can go on and on, uh, are working together more than ever before. We're realizing that we have got to coordinate our efforts. Thus, the interview with Roger Stone yesterday. Uh, thus, the interviews and, and work we've done with Pete Santilli and many others. There's a lot of working together going on by the Patriots now that has never happened before, and I think it's tremendous. The launch of Brighteon uh, TV and Brighty on Radio that's happened over the last couple of years, the launch of Lindell's radio network, Mike Lindell and, and crew over the last couple of years, I mean, we're just starting to really tick on all cylinders. Uh, and that's just great news. You'll see more of that in 2023. All right, you'll see more of that in 2023. You got that? Good. What's the most important issue between now and the 2024 elections? That's a tough one. I mean, election integrity issues are vital. The border is vital. Uh, Getting your kids out of government school or education is vital. But if I could pick one thing and one thing only, do you know what I would pick, ladies and gentlemen? Do you know what I would pick? I would pick, ladies and gentlemen, for 20, between now and 2024, I would probably pick the issue of morality in the people. Glenn Beck, believe it or not, um, he's becoming more right all the time. Did you know that? I mean, he, he used to be for a con-con. Now he's come out boldly, clearly in saying, I was wrong and it's a bad idea. Good for you, Glenn. Amen. Amen to you, sir. You're right on the, the score. So, look, look, good things are happening. People are coming to Jesus. But we have got to have a religious revival. And I don't mean becoming a member of a specific church. I'm talking about morality and religion, the two great supports that George Washington talks about. That is what we've got to get done between now and 2024. Because, look, if we have honesty in the people, we can have honesty in our elections. If we have honesty in the people, we can have honesty in our money. If we can have honesty in the people, we can have honesty in our education. We can, Okay, see, the issue, I'm going to say this, ladies and gentlemen, I've made this point in my speeches for years. The quintessential issue is the issue of honesty. Right? The quintessential issue is the issue of honesty. Right? So if there's one thing I can double down on is I can say, hey, honesty is the quintessential issue. Right? The quintessential issue is honesty. I believe that's the most important thing we need to get done in our personal lives in our family, in our city, county, state, general governments, 
we need to be honest with ourselves before our God and with those around us. And it starts with cleansing the inner vessel, ladies and gentlemen. You have got to be clean on the inside. If you do and you are, then the outside will come along. But if you are looking good on the outside but rotten inside, that's the way your nation will be as well. And so I submit to you the quintessential issue is honesty. Yeah, there's a lot of things I can point to. The border, education, corruption, election integrity. Uh, you know, there's a lot of issues. But they're all downstream from the honesty issue. Right? Think about that. You need to be honest with yourself. Right? You need to be honest with everyone around you. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All right. A couple of, of stories I want to get to before the uh, end of the hour, and we're running out of time quickly. The first one says this. The CDC issues new nationwide health advisory. It's a warning, if you will, to doctors and health authorities and to we, the people. What's it about? It's about a, quote, recent increase in what they call invasive group type A streptococcus or strep throat is streptococcus bacterial infections among children. It is a huge release. Now, health officials say that invasive or invasive A infection is a severe and sometimes life-threatening infection in which the streptococcus bacterial invades the blood and the fat tissue as well as the lungs or what they call deep muscle. Okay, folks, this is serious. Now, I have literally had a child develop strep throat without knowing it. This is years and years and years ago, by the way. All right, literally 20 years ago about. And not realize that they had strep throat. So one day our child came to us and said, I got a sore throat. That was in the evening. Next day they said it wasn't a problem. I'm okay now. But it turns out they were not okay. They got this strep throat. It turned into rheumatic fever. That rheumatic fever turned into rheumatic heart disease and destroyed a valve in her heart. Thank heavens the child is living and doing fine. But the reason that I bring this all up, ladies and gentlemen, is it was a very traumatic experience for us. And so when your children get strep throat, it is vital that you take care of it and fast. It's vital that you don't spread it. And so if the blood gets, um, the blood can get, what, infected or septic? I'm not a physician, so I'm not probably using the proper language for this. But if your blood gets septic, you can literally die from this stuff. And back in the day, we uh, got strep throat around that time after that, like over and over and over. It would keep coming back, 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 and we couldn't get rid of it. Anyway, now it's going around again, and the CDC is warning against it. This is one time where I would say the CDC does uh, or is bringing up something that's important. Now, does it mean I think they ought to force everybody on vaccinations and all the downstream garbage they've been doing? Of course not. Absolutely not. But the warning is a good, fair warning, right? 
And so I bring that to you to beware of. You got to make sure that you really deal with that. I'll tell you that right now. All right. This story I don't really know how to handle, but it's going to take me a while to cover it, so I'll just dig right in. Our dear friend Joseph Farah at WorldNet Daily is what it was called, or WND.com, has reached out in a very bold way to everyone on his list, which is huge. And Joseph Farah says Google currently employs 165 high-ranking spooks. Joseph Farah reveals the left wing uh, nut jobs involved in demonetizing WND.com. Joseph Farah takes off the gloves. And good for him for doing it. He then says, meet the intelligence officials who demonetized WND months ago. He says, finally, we know who those people are. Yeah, listen carefully. It was the badly misnamed. They call it the Google Trust and safety team. Wow. As you know, censors always use euphemistic names, says Joseph. That's right. It was three members of the deep state. Those who control, quote, disinformation and, quote, hate speech. It was all blatantly illegal and in direct violation of the First Amendment. I'll give you the details from Joseph Farah and WND.com in mere seconds on your radio. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9:6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine. The award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little, I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. 
I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Google currently employs 165 high-ranking government spoofs. That's according to Joseph Farah, WND.com. Media intelligent officials have demonetized WND months ago. We now who know those thugs are. It was the badly named Google's trust and safety team. Censors always use euphemistic names, says Farah. And boy, howdy, is he right? That's right. It was three members of the deep state, those who control misinformation and hate speech, they claim. It was all blatantly illegal and in direct violation of the First Amendment, ladies and gentlemen. On top of that, Google is still riddled with high-ranking intelligence agency officials, 165 to be exact. Think of that. Wow. That's really interesting, 165 of them. We're getting more evidence from Twitter and the research of Joseph Farah and others. They include former members of the CIA. So when we told you Operation Mockingbird years and years and years ago was true, now it's true but on steroids. And we proved it then and we proved it now, and they still deny and lie. Listen, 27 members of the CIA, the FBI, 52 members of the FBI, the NSA, 30 members of the NSA, the DHS, the Department of Homeland Security, 50 members, and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, six. That is absolutely shocking. Why would they be masters of disinformation and hate, you ask? It's part of their training. It's part of their trade. It's part of what they manufactured and labeled in their former work. They called it misinformation, right? And hate, they are, quote, therefore, the experts. Take, for example, let's name a few of these thugs, shall we? Nick Rossman. He's the current Google senior manager for trust and safety. He's also a former CIA analyst. He was one for over five years. See what I mean? Think about that. What do we do with this? It's hard to know even what to do, right? All right. Rossman has posted dozens of troubling tweets on his Twitter account. Of course, he didn't get shut down, but on his Twitter account, he showed disdain for Donald Trump, Trump's family, Trump voters, 
and white people. So the guy's a real racist. Yeah. Wow. Now, he should have been taken down over Twitter with the things that he said. But in 2021, he talked about Donald Trump's family. He says, I hope they cough on their grandparents who voted for Trump and get to rot. Wow. What do you think about that? He says, vaxxers are like Nazis and Confederates. Wow. Anyway, they say, you don't get equal time to Donald. You're a lunatic and a racist. Then there's this Jacqueline lady. Let's see. Loper? Low power? I don't know how you say her name. She's the current Google senior manager for trust and safety. And previously a CIA analyst for 10 years. Think about that. Now, this Loper lady is a proven proponent of the discredited Russia Gate conspiracy theory. She states emphatically that a Russia released this information to get Trump elected. It isn't true. On and on it goes. It's endless, explains Joseph Farah. These are the official Google censors that denied liberty and the ability to speak to WND.com. Since the 2016 presidential election, Google, Facebook, and Twitter have hired more than 300 people formerly employed by the spooks. The deep state, three-digit acronyms. We learn from Elon Musk's revelations. God bless him, Joseph Ferris says. Amen. I could not agree more. So now we know how Google made the decision to, um, to um, uh, demonetize us, Joseph Ferris says. They use left-wing nut jobs formerly associated with all manner of government agencies to cover themselves while WND was tanking, going broke, etc. Now, Joseph Ferris sadly says, we don't even have, mon- have enough money left to sue them. Hopefully somebody will. Maybe now that people realize we haven't done anything wrong, in fact, we did what was right, others will find in their hearts to support us. We can't support or save ourselves at this point anymore. Google is worth mega billions. It's the largest search engine in the world. We played their game because we had to. We used to be huge, but we've been taken off every platform and demonetized. Please help us to soldier on in this environment, says Joseph Farah. You can have a tax-deductible donation to our group. For more ways to help, please check out WND. Thank you, says Joseph Farah. Now, I bring this up because I think that Joseph Farah and WND are some of the best people ever. Now, a lot of people will say, look, they're not as hard-hitting enough. Others will say, well, they're not right on this. Others, Look, I know Joseph Farah personally. I've talked to him on the phone many times. 
I've had him on the air with me several times. Uh, and I'm convinced his organization is for real. Now, they used to bring in about $15 million a year and have a huge staff over at WND.com. Now, they're lucky to bring in a million dollars a year. And they're struggling to run their organization. Well, you put that in perspective, and man, we run on a, less than that by far. Way less than a million dollars. So we are literally the Widow's Might radio and TV radio networks. I'll tell you that right now. But I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you that, yeah, it's a tough road to hoe. Joseph Fair is right. We need to fund groups like uh, WND, though. They have remained true through it all, even if you don't like them, even if you think they're not perfect or they're not hard-hitting enough or whatever. There's new groups that are doing better. They have been one of the quintessential Christian news organizations telling the truth in the media more so than anybody else. Who is reporting more details? The Gateway Pundit is. Elon Musk is. Donald Trump is. We have been at Liberty Roundtable Live longer than almost all of them except for WND. They've been with us the whole time telling the truth. The WND group is for real, folks. I have literally worked hard with WND. We use their news relentlessly because it's great news. They've had to partner with other people now because they have such a slim staff. It takes a lot of people to run these websites, right? Anyway, I'm just telling you that we're doing the very best we can, and so is WND. And uh, before the end of the year, though, yeah. Think about that. The Google Trust and Safety Team. Censors always use euphemistic names. This is what Joseph is referring to. It was all blatantly illegal and in direct violation of your First Amendment, folks. We cannot let them get away with this. So you know what? We ask you to double down and support WND. We ask you to double down and support us. We really need your help, especially right now. Joseph Farah highlights this. Google is still riddled with high-ranking intelligence agents, 165 to be exact. And then we name exactly which groups they come from, right? There you have it. Jacqueline, Nick, since the 2016 presidential election, Google, Facebook, and Twitter have hired more than three hundred government agency spoofs spooks and thanks to elon musk for telling the truth now i've repeated some of this information because it's so riveting but really besides uh i mean there's a few great organizations now reporting the truth wnd.com you got revolver magazine doing a good job <clears throat> you've got the gateway pundit doing a great job You've got Liberty Roundtable Live, Lindell's Network, Brighteon doing a great job, Loving Liberty doing a great job. There's more of us in the business than there was when I started by far. I started when Alex Jones started, I think a little bit before Alex. Uh, I started when World Net Daily started about literally 25-plus years ago. We all jumped into the business and realized how important this would be. Now you've got the bigwigs like Kanye trying to jump in, like Mike Lindell trying to jump in, like Donald Trump trying to jump in, and good for them for doing so. You have no criticism on this, uh, on this front from them. I I'm grateful they're involved. I hope they tell the truth. I hope we can get the funding that we need to really continue 
our work because, man, it's so vital of what we do in the news and in the media and et cetera, et cetera. It is critical that we continue our work. People are saying, Sam, why do you run the bogus news on the top and the bottom of the hours? Because I have no choice. If I could get the $300,000 a year, at least, that it would require, more like a half a million, to run a radio news network, I would work with WND, the Gateway Pundit, uh, Revolver Magazine, um, WND, the Epic Times can't be left out. Uh, there's a bunch of them. I can't even name them all. But I would work with all these groups to collate and bring great radio news top and bottom of the hour to everybody 24-7 and then ask radio stations and radio networks and uh, to carry it. But it takes a bunch of money that I don't have. It would take between 300000 and a half a million a year to get done. You say, Sam, that's a lot of money. I know. But it takes a lot of work, and it's a 24-7 uh, requirement, responsibility to do. It's very hard. World Net Daily operates on a million dollars, and they're struggling, about to melt down, in fact. And I don't mean that mockingly. I, I, I think that they're, they're a, a group that could scale from 15 million to 1 million and stay alive. What a tremendous, what a tremendous effort by those people. But look, we run this radio network on less than $100,000 a year. We sure could use your funding to quadruple the amount of money and increase what we're doing. We need that at Liberty Roundtable, at Loving Liberty, at the CSPOA. We need that everywhere in everything that I'm involved in. We're certainly cash-starved and need your support. Double down and get involved, would you please, my fellow Americans. I have a day job. I'm not begging you to support my family, but I am begging you to help us scale the news and tell the tale of truth. We are truth-tellers, and it ain't cheap. LovingLiberty.net. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.